successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show and online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello everybody and welcome to the Grill Nation Show. I am your host Jason Grill. Thanks for listening today on 980 AM or if you're joining me via podcast, we are on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and on Spotify. I appreciate you joining us in any of those channels or on our website grillnationshow.com. It's going to be an awesome show today. Really enjoyed it the last few weeks. Again, I say that every week because we just keep having awesome guests and awesome shows. So I appreciate everyone reaching out to me via social media, my website, via my email, and kind of sharing with me some of the great guests as well as uh, partners and contributors as well as collaborators for our show in 2021. On today's show, we are going to be joined by Ryan Bennett, who is the founder of The Intentional Day. The website is theintentionalday.com. Ryan is a high-performance coach, author, and speaker who guides people to be more intentional in their lives, businesses, and teams through proven methods of intentional growth that he built. I've known Ryan for, I don't know, probably 10 years now, maybe, uh, through the entrepreneurial world, but he's also a uh, Rockhurst High School graduate and a St. Louis University graduate undergrad at MBA, where I went to undergrad. He's younger than me, but only by about probably five to seven years. Welcome to the show, Ryan. How are you? Hey, Jason. Doing great, man. Great to see you. We're doing this via Zoom, as always, uh, as we've uh, been doing for months now. Ryan, uh, for our listeners who don't know you and uh, maybe don't know your story, let's kind of start with that. I know you, uh, as I mentioned, you grew up in Kansas City, went to Rockers High School, went to SLU. Talk to us about that because I, I know you played baseball, right? Yeah, I played baseball both in high school and in college. After college, what what did you do next? Did you move out to the, the Valley at some point? Yeah, so born and raised here in Kansas City, um, you know, obviously graduated from SLU in St. Louis, and I had this idea uh, for this uh, internet company that was basically a place you can collect and organize all your stuff in one spot. And at that time in Kansas City, it was 180 degrees different than it is now in the entrepreneurial scene. And so the resources, the investors, the team, the knowledge wasn't really in Kansas City. So I packed up a U-Haul and moved out to Silicon Valley, didn't know anybody, and landed in Palo Alto and recruited a team and started building the products. And unfortunately, of about two and a half year period, I became a statistic. <laughs> and I had to shut down that business, lay off my team, and move back to Kansas City, flat broke, into my parents' basement at, like, age 27 or something. So you learned a lot through that journey, I know. And I like to, I like to let our listeners know that because um, it kind of informs kind of what you're doing now and kind of how you kind of uh, decided to pivot. You know, I like that statistic line. I have, I have not heard that one yet, but I like that. That's, that's well said. You came back to Kansas City and, and kept your, your, your work in the entrepreneurial space and, and worked for a company here after you came home, correct? Yeah. So during that time period, I was kind of reflecting on what, what do I actually want to do? What am I good at? 
and an opportunity arose to be a founding team member of another company um, called Idle Smart. And not only does that get me back in the game of the startup scene, right? Once it's in your blood, that competitive juices kind of flow. But I also had a chance to learn leadership from two amazing leaders and men, you know, Harry Campbell and, and Jeff Lynch. And so it was a great opportunity for me to take my skills, but also learn tons from those guys. And so over the seven-year period I was there, we had just an idea that had a patent on it. And we built, you know, the product, raised venture capital dollars, and now have Fortune 500 you know, customers using the product every day. And so um, it was kind of fun to be on both sides of the equation. And I, I appreciate you starting me off by a big failure. Thanks, Jason, for that one. <laughs> um, uh, but it's nice to be on both sides of the equation, you know, living through the business failure and then also, you know, a business success. And so that way I can learn both ends of the equation there. We're going to talk about so many interesting things. Again, this is Jason Grill with the Grill Nation show uh, about what you're doing now and what it entails and why it's important. I went through one of your sessions uh, about a month or so ago. So I've, I've, I've learned it all, but you, um, you left that life in 19 or 2019. What happened and why, and why the decision to kind of leave the, uh, I guess you're still an entrepreneur, but leave kind of more of the typical job that you have to start the intentional day or, or write a book and what. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it was a really hard decision because you worked seven years to get to the spot where the business is, is excelling and thriving and growing. And then you kind of just like walk away from it. It's obviously in good hands, but that, that moment, it was, it was an accumulation of a snowball effect that was happening from where I failed in the business before, before Idle Smart. And in there, I kind of reflected and realized that in order to grow, that I needed to do something different. I need to take the mindset I had on the baseball field and I need to apply it to the business world. So I started, I started doing that about eight years ago and I started growing myself and really coming up with the process and a formula for growth. And that all kind of snowballed to the point where people started asking me for this book I created. People started asking me for coffee more and more and more. And I realized that I had something here that could actually, not only does it help a bunch of people, but I think it could be actually a really good business. And it was time to pause, follow my heart and say, okay, I really enjoy this and really be intentional about where the next five years of my life may look like. Now, when you did that, were you married yet or were you still single? <laughs> You'll <laughs> love this. So uh, my wonderful wife, I was about three months married when I quit my job. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you told her you told her you were changing your life. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about it before then, and then she's like, "Hey, why don't we why don't we get through the wedding uh, and the honeymoon before you go and just like blow up our lives already?" So <laughs> that's awesome. Ryan Bennett is with us, founder of the Intentional Day, theintentionalday.com. Okay, so we have a couple minutes left in our first segment. Um, what what was the first steps you took when you started to do this? I mean, you quit your job. You, you said, "I'm going to do this. I've been wanting to do this. Let's go." What do you, where'd you start at? I know there's a book involved in this, which we'll get into, but I mean, what, what did you do? I mean, a lot of people think about this kind of thing that you did each and every day in their lives. Yeah, actually, I, I'm not sure I recommend this to people, but what I did was I actually took a break. I took like a two month sabbatical, as I call it, where I just like paused. My emails didn't ding all the time. I got out of that grind mode that I was in for 10 years and I kind of rested my brain. And what it allowed me to do after a few weeks to start dreaming again about what the business will look like, had clarity about how I would grow this and, and things started to kind of happen in the dreaming side and, and, and what, what psychologists will call visualization, which we'll get into. But that's actually the first step that I did. And once I understand the form framework and the formula, then the book came after that. 
and then started the, you know, the courses and the training and, and all the community after that. I mean, that had to be scary though, right? I mean, I know you're a successful person. You've been a successful college athlete. Uh, you know, you've been, you've done very well in your career, but like just starting over, I, I, I have the same issue, man. I, I don't know. In the last, I can't even, I think the only time I'd shut my email off was when I went to Cuba in 2015 with uh, tech week I, I and three days without email. I, I don't know, man. That's that's a big leap. I love it. I love the way you did that. Yeah, thanks. It was it was not that easy. You know, you get those shakes. You check your phone, and you're like, hey. And then you're like, hey, how come I'm not important? Cause I'm not getting emails. And you're like, hey, I actually don't want to get emails because they drain me. So, you know, it's like you go through all that emotional stuff, and then you come back to who you really are, and then you can operate out of there. That's what it was the process for me. I love it. When we get back from the break, we're going to start talking about what actually is the intentional day. Uh, what does it mean? Why does it matter? We're going to talk about the uh, the four elements of growth. Uh, very fascinating show this week with Brian Bennett. Again, theintentionalday.com. We'll be right back after the break with more Grill Nation. Thanks for listening today on 980 AM or on podcast. Oh, once upon a midnight period, what was something in my head? I couldn't escape that memory of a phone call in Welcome back to the Grill Nation Show. I am your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for listening today on 980 AM on radio or on podcast. We're on Spotify, Apple, and on Stitcher and at grillnationshow.com where all of our guests and their shows are listed. Ryan Bennett is my guest. He's the founder of The Intentional Day, theintentionalday.com. Just an awesome individual who's doing all kinds of different things with The Intentional Day. And let's start there. Um, Ryan, what actually is the intentional day? I, I, it's more than just the two words. What, what does, what is it? And, and why does it, uh, why is it important and why does it matter to you and to others? Yeah, it's a great question. The intentional day is a movement to awaken and equip people to be more intentional in their lives, their businesses, and their teams. And so underneath that, we have books and courses and community and all those things. But the reality is, is, is why it matters. And it kind of hit me one time, uh, pre-COVID, I was doing a workshop and I was teaching the intentional day. And this guy who was a few years away from retirement kind of approached me. You could just see the somber face that he had. And in a moment of vulnerability, he kind of shared with me that this was the first time in his life that he actually paused and thought about what he actually wanted to do. And it kind of struck me and it was like, wow. And I asked, you know, why was that? And he explained that you know, right after college, you're supposed to, or right after high school, you're supposed to go to college. And after college, you're supposed to look for that good job. And once you get that good job, you're supposed to look for the promotions and the promotions. And then all of a sudden he woken up at age 63 and realized that he has no idea what he wants to do in his life. And unfortunately, I'm not sure how much I can be able to help him this, this late. And so why it matters and why it's so important to me is that we need to catch people before that moment. We need people to stop and pause and think about, Hey, what do I actually want in my life five years from now, 10 years from now? What do I actually want to be? What do I actually want to do? What excites me? And let's start to put the framework in place to get there. So that's why it matters to me. Yeah. And I think that your own story really kind of helps because you kind of did it. Uh, you just yeah, yeah. About that the first segment. You're not just some, some, you know, person out there speaking and selling something. And you actually did this in your own life and went through this. Um, okay. So you wrote a book. 
Uh, first off, we mentioned you have a book, you have leadership uh, kind of trainings and whatnot. Talk us about those. I want to kind of kind of put out there what you're doing before we kind of get in the meats and potatoes of actually all the elements and all the work people have to put in to make this a reality. Yeah, so everything uh, that I do follows under the intentional day framework. And so there's a, there's a process for growth that I've coined the intentional growth model and knowledge plus discipline equals growth. And underneath there, there's obviously books for individuals. There's uh, courses for individuals. There's leadership courses for businesses. There's workshops that I do. Um, there's also a community group that, that's been growing. And so all that stuff falls under, hey, how do we learn about where we want to go and how we put things in place to get there? Mm-hmm. Well, let's start there. Let's start talking about what, what actually is uh, the intentional day. Again, one thing I found int- very interesting is that you said that only 8% of people that set goals reach their goals. Uh, out of 92%, I guess, that do not, uh, 92% don't, 8% do. So the intentional day is a proven guide for intentional growth. Let's go through the four elements of growth as you see them, um, if you would, uh, Ryan. So why don't you start us there and walk us through kind of the first one. Yeah, so let me go back to the goal setting. That's really important because what we hear all the time is set goals, set smart goals and all this stuff. But the reality is, is that goal setting by itself just doesn't work because it focuses on the scoreboard or the outcome and not on the process it takes to grow. And so goal setting by itself, it's just been proven not to work. Like you said, only 8% actually achieve goals. And so once I understood that, I went back and actually studied, okay, what is growth? What is intentional growth? And there's four steps that I've come up with intentional growth. There's you dream, you do set goals, and then you apply some daily discipline and you do it with somebody, as I call a growth partner. And so I can break those down as much as you would like, Jason. Yeah, let's do that. Um, knowledge plus discipline equals growth. Let's talk about dreaming. That's the first element of growth. Um, what is that and why is it important? Yeah, so a lot of us can like understand kind of what dreaming is, but when we sit down to actually do it, it's a little bit challenging or, 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 or harder. But the reality is it's really important because what psychologists will tell us they, they use the term visualization, right? You've heard some athletes talk about visualizing plays, same concept. So the dreaming idea is to sit down and actually think about what your life looks like five years from now. And in, the more detailed you have, the more you can visualize, visualization of the future, the more efficient your brain is at helping create the neural pathways it takes to get there. And so our brains are really smart. So when we think about this stuff in detail, our brains will go ahead and get ahead of us and start to create neural pathways to achieve the goal. This isn't putting in the universe and letting the universe give it back to you, but this is our brain allowing us to get ready to start to, to take action on what we re- where we want to go. Mm-hmm. So now's a good time of the year. It's why I wanted to have you on early on in the year when people start thinking about their, their resolutions or how they're going to change their lives. And the first step, obviously, is dreaming. What do we got second on the elements? So th- there is goal setting, right? We need to know what the scoreboard looks like at the end of the year. So we need to know what the score looks like. We need to know what the goals are. This is a typical goal setting where you're taking the dreams that you had five years from now, you're breaking those into one-year dreams, and now you're tying actual specific goals to those. And we're breaking those down by quarter and by month. And so that takes the bridge between the dreaming part of maybe maybe some things without limitations to all of a sudden some things we actually can accomplish with the right action. So that's the goal setting part. Yeah, but and, and one thing is important too. People try to set so many different goals. You're, you're talking about setting quarterly, monthly, 
whatever yearly, but you're talking about simple, somewhat simple things sometimes, you know, three or four goals sometimes. And, and, and how can you be successful in different pillars of life? That's right. I believe we're, we're, we're whole people, right? Like we need to be well-rounded. And so we only, in my, in my book, we only set two goals to each of the seven pillars of life because the goal is to, to be a well-rounded person, to have a good home life, have a good work life, have fun, have a good lifestyle. All that stuff is really important. So breaking it down to be easy and accomplishable stuff. If not, we get overwhelmed and overloaded with too much to do and then we're just going to crumble. So essentially, if you could set two goals around the seven pillars of life, which if I understand them after my research, Brian, are physical health, financial, lifestyle, family, romance, spiritual, and emotional health, you can accomplish one or two goals in each of those worlds. That's huge. Yeah, that's an incredible year. <laughs> or you could just say, hey, I'm going to drink five glasses of water today. And that's that's goal number one. That's my that's that that fits into physical health, correct? Yeah, so that so that's that's a that's not a goal because that's not going to push you towards to where you want to go. You need something bigger than that. But the reality is that's a daily discipline. And so when we talk about dreaming and goal setting, right? That's the knowledge side of the equation. It helps us understand where we want to go. We have information that we may need to gather to help us get there. But now it's time to actually take intentional action, and those are called daily disciplines. Right. And, and that's, the third, are, that's the third element. And I want you to kind of, uh, in your training, you taught, you explained this through uh, an example of Dennis Rodman and the famous yeah. basketball player. What Take us through that example, because I thought that was really interesting of what actually is a daily discipline. Yeah. So why it probably is interesting is when we think of Dennis Rodman, we don't think of a disciplined person. I don't, at least. Gets his hair dyed, tattoos, skips practices, hits refs. Like, this is not a guy who's disciplined. But I was watching the documentary, The Last Dance on ESPN, incredible. And all of a sudden, they had Dennis Rodman there interviewing him. And I was like, holy cow, this example is perfect for daily discipline. So here's this guy who understand early in his career what he does best, and that was rebound and defense. And what he, and what, when he knew that, he then knew he needed to take action to be there. So at the end of games or at the end of the bar, at the end of the night, he actually would take his friends into the basketball court. And he would have them shoot balls and miss on purpose so that he could read the spin of the ball and put himself in the exact spot on the court where the ball would land. And he was so good at this that he started studying the spins of the good players. At that time, it was Michael Jordan and Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. And so he was studying the spins of the ball of these guys and putting himself ahead of time into the right spot to catch the ball. Now, I say this because this is a guy who is honing his craft. He is in taking intentional actions and practicing what he knows to be the best thing that he can do in a way that's unique and getting better and better and better that has a purpose behind it. That is what I mean, discipline. I think a guy who takes his hones his craft that has purpose behind it, that's a discipline. And uh, we have two minutes left in the segment, but there's also a great example that I think is important to point out to folks when they're trying to make their daily disciplines. Disciplines are different than tasks. And, and this, is, this is pertinent with an example that I heard on your, your call about salespeople. Yeah, right. So quickly, right? Your task versus discipline. They can look the same, but they're different. So you have a salesperson and he wakes up and he's supposed to make 50 calls that day. And he starts to grind, grind, grind through the 50 calls, right? Like that's the task to do that day. First, you have another salesperson and he needs to make 50 calls as well. But after every two or three calls, he'll stop, he'll pause, he'll study the call. He'll look for what he did well, what he didn't do. What did he miss that the customer is saying that he didn't pick up on? And then the next call after that, tweak his approach tweak his approach, tweak his approach, right? They're both getting 50 calls done that day, 
but one person is developing the discipline to be a great salesperson. So at the end of the day, at the end of the year, I'm going to bet on that person who's studying his craft over the person who's just grinding through 50 calls. That's mm -hmm. a discipline. We're talking to Ryan Bennett. We have a minute left. Theintentionalday.com. All of this information is on his website. It's awesome as we start 2021. Um, Ryan, and then I want to talk about neuroscience and habit formation. It kind of, it kind of really kind of has a lot to do with forming daily disciplines, correct? Yeah, daily disciplines are healthy habits as well. So the brain starts to remember what we're supposed to do. So if you start doing your daily disciplines, your goals are going to be reached easier. Our brain is really efficient. So it starts to pick up on those environmental cues. And all of a sudden, then our brain starts to form that action automatically. We don't have to give any more thought. When that happens, that's a habit. So as we establish daily disciplines in our life, like you said, drinking five, gal or five cups of water, eventually that's going to be just something you do. And you don't need to think about it anymore. And then you're going to enter another daily discipline. And I call that leveling up, right? That's how you, and that's growth. That's how you grow. That's awesome. When we get back from the break, I want to continue on this journey. We're talking about the intentional day and the four elements of growth. These help you obviously reach your goals in life and, and whatever it is, if it's your career, your family life, your uh, fitness, four goals, elements of growth. We've talked about three of them again, dreaming, goal setting, and daily disciplines. And we're going to come back after the break and continue on with Ryan Bennett and talk about why growth partners after the break on the Real Nation Show. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. I am glad to be back with you guys today. Thank you for listening as always on 980 AM or on podcast or on our website, grillnationshow.com. You connect with me on social media, on Twitter at Jason Grill or at Grill Nation Show or on any other, other social medias. Just search for Jason Grill. Thank you for connecting. I hope you're enjoying today's show. I hope you're learning something. We're joined today by Ryan Bennett who is the founder of The Intentional Day. The website is theintentionalday.com. He's a, a coach, author, speaker. He's got this proven method of intentional growth called The Intentional Day. Uh, Ryan, we were talking about kind of the elements of growth uh, that, that, are, that you utilize and that are proven to work. Again, they are, first one is dreaming. Second one is goal setting. Third one is daily disciplines. Let's go into the fourth one. Um, which is growth partners. What does that mean? And can you give us an example of, uh, of how that works or what that means? Yeah, so a growth partner is really simple. It's somebody you can do this with who wants to grow, right? They have a growth mindset. They're encouraging. They're there for you. And um, notice how I don't use the word accountability. I use growth partner. Accountability reminds me of TAF, which is willpower, and that leads to burnout, right? You, you show up to accountability meeting, you, did, you either did a great job, you get a pat on the back, or you get a kick in the butt because you didn't do very good. And so I don't like the word accountability. What we're talking about is growth partners. Now, these are people you get to grow with. And what um, the psychology will tell us and what the science will tell us about growth partners is that when you simply just set a goal and you write it down and you tell somebody about it, you only have a 65% chance of success. But what the science will tell us is that when you write the goal down and you schedule recurring conversations with somebody around that goal, your chance of success go all the way up to 95%. So it's an incredible 
X factor at the end of this that you need to do this with somebody or you need to grow with somebody. There's another thing that happens is, is a term called savoring. And when you get to share your wins with somebody else, you get a dopamine kick as well, like the win just happened again. So it's, it's a motivating thing. It's building blocks. It's motivating to where you want to be. And the person that hears it and is engaged with you actually gets a little bit of dopamine kick too. So not only is it important to do somebody with because it, it leads to your success, but it's actually when you share wins, you feel better and the person you're sharing with will feel better as well. And, what, and how many growth partners do you have? I mean, what's a good number to have? Yeah, so I have two other growth partners. So us three meet weekly. That is, the I, for me personally, that's the ideal number. Um, because wait, if somebody has a family thing going on or something happened with work and they can't make it, you still have that built-in meeting with a growth partner each week. Um, I would say I wouldn't probably get more than five in a group because you just kind of run out of time to share in, you know, having a space to share fully without taking a half of a day, which no one really has. So I would say one to three other growth partners is probably the sweet spot. That's interesting. Um, I need to start doing that. I definitely have never done that. Um, that helps you build momentum, I would think. And uh, again, that's kind of what you want. You want it. You want intentional growth. You want acceleration. And one of the things that I thought was interesting uh, as a topic that I found that you can speak to is, you know, how the five people you spend the most time with in your life shape your future. Uh, a handful of people really kind of impact your your life trajectory and whether it's professional or personal, talk about that because I think that's super important and super interesting uh, because, you know, with everything out there, with social media, with colleagues in business, with your friends you grew up with in high school, with your wife's friends, your girlfriend's friends, I mean, there's so many people potentially that you could be spending your time with. Why are the five people you, you really kind of narrow that down to so important? Yeah, that's a great segue from the growth partners. This is why growth partners are so important which leads into why the five people matter most. So uh, a social psychologist from Harvard, Dr. David McClellan, did a study, and it was over a 20-plus year period, and he found that the success or failure to the directly of our lives is almost directly tied to the five people we spend the most time with. And so it is incredibly important to be intentional about who we're spending time with. It's important for you guys to hear my words is it's, we're spending time with not necessarily the most positive people in our lives. When you go through this and you start to think about the five people you spend the most time with, what usually will happen is your top three will be easy and you get to four or five and you sort of realize, oh no, holy cow, I'm actually spending time with people that aren't really going where I want to go. They're draining me. They're taking a lot of my emotion, um, emotional uh, equity. You know, and you have this realization that this person is actually dragging you down. And how you come out of that is probably more of a, you know, talk to a psychologist or a counselor, you know, some boundary setting and all that, which I won't get into. But the reality is, is that it matters so much to our life that we need to pause and be intentional about the five people we spend the most time with, because they will have a direct effect on the trajectory, trajectory of our own lives. Mm -hmm. Wow, that is important. You know, and mentorship's really important as well um, when it comes to growth partners, I would assume. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a big part of the book is called Leveling Up. So as you accomplish your daily disciplines, you want to level up, right? That's growth. But a part of this, too, is understanding that if you want to be, you know, to X spot in five years from now as a, as a father, as, as a, a business owner, 
um, whatever the goal may be or the dream may be, you need to go be around people that are actually doing it, right? That's their mentors and having them in your lives and, and looking at, hey, how did they get there? Success leaves breadcrumbs. Let's look at the success. Let's look at how they get there. And now we have that knowledge and understanding of how they got there. Now supply intentional actions to it so that way we can get there as well. So what was this process like for you, Ryan? I imagine like you obviously were out there. You, you, you did a lot of convenings with hundreds of people in your entrepreneurial journey. And you're, you're really trying to narrow that down, not narrow it down, but focus on five people. I mean, that's not easy. No, it's, it's really challenging. Um, and I, I had to actually this year, I kind of had to set up and say, OK, I also need to dedicate a lot of time to creating space to create new stuff and get my time time to study and think and and, and evolve uh, and, and grow my own thought process, which means that I have less time for other people. So I had to be really intentional about um, who got in-person time versus phone calls versus text message check-ins and had to make a lot of hard choices. Um, but really is like, what, what do I actually want for my life and my family? And where do I want to grow for us in five years from now? Mm -hmm. Ryan Bennett is with us, founder of the intentional day. One other thing that you like to talk about, Ryan is, uh, where leadership typically fails and why great people make great leaders. What, what exactly does that mean? And, uh, what's the, what are some of the principles around that? Yeah. Like when, <laughs> When you get your first job and you start to rise and you, then all of a sudden you have this new role and you're a leader, so many people think they need to be somebody else and they start to like change and they're jerks and this and that. And you're like, wait a minute, hold on. And I, I was fortunate enough to learn under Harry Campbell, who learned under Sam Walton and, and realize that you can both be your whole self. You can be really nice, but also very, very effective. You don't have to be a jerk to be effective. And so the whole point is, is to be a well-rounded person, right? If you have a terrible home life, you're going to bring that into work. And if you have a really stressful work environment, you're going to bring that home. And that's not good for everybody in your life. And so the idea is how do we be intentional in all areas of our life? Because once all areas are growing, we're going to be more effective at work. We're also going to be better, better parents and better friends and better family members at home. Essentially, you have to lead yourself uh and be in a good spot with yourself to be a good leader of others, right? Yeah, yeah, you got to lead yourself well before you can lead others. It's a, it's a principle that I, I live by, and I think uh, Tom Watson, the founder of IBM, really, really harped on a lot of people about that, of, of getting, being intentional, and really growing yourself first. That way you can lead really well at IBM and other places. Emotional intelligence too, correct? I, I think emotional intelligence is huge. It's, it's how you interact with the world. I, I don't spend every day completely by myself isolated right you interact with people customers are people your family's people and so the emotional intelligence is a very very important piece of this equation and of, of leadership mm -hmm. before we get to our last segment of the show today uh we have two minutes left in this third segment ryan bennett is with us founder of the intentionalday.com uh let's just kind of recap a little bit here uh what we've talked about and how how you can how you can utilize the book. What, what actually, when you're trying to reach the proven uh, guide for intentional growth, you're trying to do these four things. What, what does the book entail? Does it help you in this process? Can we go to your website and learn about this? Or do we need to do one of the trainings or how does this all kind of work together and function, Ryan, now that we know what the, the ways we can grow are in 2021? I threw a lot at you. The reality is, is we need to break it down into 
with the small steps and start small and start easily. And so part of that is understanding what is it, you know, that's through the free training and the book lays it out and gives the stories around it. But the reality is when you, when you get into the book or if you're doing this at home, right, you got to start in the dreaming process and that takes time to pause, to think, to start dreaming. And so it could feel overwhelming to set goals. It could feel overwhelming to dream and like where you want to go. And there's so much to do and blah, 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 blah. And what I teach is like, Hey, let's start small. Why don't we pause? Instead of doing 10 daily disciplines, what if we just did two? And all of a sudden, then you're doing them every single day, and you add a third one, and you add a fourth one, right? That's momentum building. That is where we're trying to get to. And so as, as we think about all these pieces of the puzzle, just follow the formula and take it easy and take it slow, and you'll find yourself growing without you even realizing it. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And write all this down, right? Because the book has places you can write it all down. Yeah, exactly. Because you need to reference it later. And also there's a bunch of science about writing stuff down. Just helps us um, remember it and do it and all those things. Love it. Ryan Bennett is our guest on the Grill Nation show on 980 AM. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Theintentionalday.com is the website. Great information. Great book. Ryan is also on social media. Just search for The Intentional Day. Uh, Instagram, ryan.intentionalday. But he's got it all. I'll post it all when I post about the show. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening today to the Grill Nation show. segment of today's grill nation show with jason grill appreciate you listening today as always been a fascinating show with ryan bennett founder of the intentional day the intentional day.com uh check it out i have the book in front of me and one of the things that came with the book and a beautiful package that i received was a uh, a quote from f scott fitzgerald that reads i hope you live a life you're proud of and if you're not i hope you have the courage to start all over again um Ryan, talk to me about what this means to you and, and why you kind of put this on your book and, and why it's important. Yeah, I'm glad you picked up on that. It, it means a lot to me because sometimes, you, you know, people, we're on the autopilot, autopilot of average, right? We're, we're going what's in front of us. The system's built that way, and it's really hard to get off that, that hamster wheel to live an intentional life. And so what I say is I hope you have the courage to actually pause and actually think about where you want to go because when you do – you'll want to get off that hamster wheel and start to live a life that you really want to live. Mm-hmm. So important. I, I need to start doing that. And I know that you've recently done that. I know um, you take a few days potentially with your family or just with yourself and you kind of set your new goals and, and uh, growth goals for the year. Uh, have you gone through that process yet and kind of identified kind of your growth goals? Yeah, we do it every year. My wife and I go to the Ozarks, rent a cabin, um, and just put a fire on, turn our phones off. So we did it uh, early last week. It was so wonderful and so relaxing. And, um, and it's also really good reset to get motivated for the year and get everything set up correctly for the year. So yeah, I did that last week. Now being a guru like yourself, um, did you stick to your rules as far as not setting too many goals? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I have to be authentic, right? I can't like not do what I teach. And so, um, Plus, like, I know if I set too many, you're going to fail. Um, and so the book and the framework I built locks us in 
to setting 14 yearly goals, which sounds an incredible amount because it is, but we narrow that down into three and we just focus on the three. And the reality is when you hit the three, you'll end up hitting all 14. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. I have actually went through your exercise uh, and I set 14 as well um, in the seven pillars. They're not, I think I should be able to reach all the ones. The only ones that always concern me are the, uh, the fitness ones or whatever the physical fitness, because uh, in the winter time, I tend to uh, not exercise as much and, and eat a lot more. So that's always a, a tough one to get down to my, my law school weight, if you will, back in the day. That was God, that right. was 20 years ago. So I can't, uh, I can't, I can't really, if I'm still even near that, that's a good thing. Right. Um, Brian, uh, you uh, obviously speak a lot and talk to not only individuals, but also business leaders and uh, teams at different organizations and so I'm imagining you've heard a lot of great stories and potentially gotten some good advice throughout your journey in life. If you can point to maybe one or two pieces of advice that you've received from a mentor or, uh, you know, on your trail, what would they be and why are they important to you? Yeah, I think the biggest advice is, is to enjoy the process. We get so focused on where we want to go and want to grind through it and work hard that just to pause and, and, and enjoy this process. So for me, why that matters to me is I'm a new father. So my, my daughter, as of this recording, is nine weeks old. And so she's never going to be nine weeks old again, right? Like, and, and if I get caught up in working so hard and, and not spending time with her, I'm going to miss these moments. So for me, it's good, good advice to go back and pause and actually savor the moments with her, enjoy the time with her. And then on the business side, I hope in five years from now, I'm not doing the same stuff I'm doing now. Right? I'm doing a lot of the task stuff that I hope I can hire out, but also to to savor the moments of, of the excitement of building a business from the ground up because it, it may never happen again. And sometimes the task stuff is kind of a pain in the butt, but it does when you get the payment in after you send an invoice out, it's always a it's always a nice thing. You know, you created something, you send it out, and someone paid you to do it. So I have yeah. been a deliverable guy my whole life. I need to be more about the process, like you said. Hey Ryan, what's one word to describe you that uh, if you had a if you had to put a word on a on a whiteboard or if somebody asked you in a uh, a book one day about you, what what would that one word be to describe you and your personality? I don't know if this is good or bad, Jason, but probably persistent. Persistence, I like that. That's that we've never yeah. had that one before. We've reached the the part of the show where we really kind of save the best for last, and we we've talked about kind of a uh, you know best advice you know, all these different things you've done with this book. What what has kind of been the proudest moment in your career uh, or life to this point? And I know I kind of I kind of have a feeling what you're going to say, but what, what would you describe it as? Uh, so to me, I, I actually think it's to become a father, if you probably can guess. That's the proudest moment. And it's not just because I'm becoming a dad, but my wife and I had some trouble. We had to go for teleclin to get, to get pregnant. And so that moment where we both saw uh, the, the pregnancy – uh, thing you buy from the, from the store, whatever that's called. Uh, we both saw pregnancy that. It was test. like, yeah, pregnancy <laughs> test. We both saw the pregnancy test. Like that was such a beautiful, wonderful, proud moment. So being a dad was, was that. Congrats to you. I've actually never seen a pregnancy test, which is probably a good thing. <laughs> that's a good thing, Jason. <laughs> as, as someone who's never been married and has no kids, I, uh, I, I wonder what those look like. You'll have to, you'll have to let me know about that. Um, Ryan Bennett is our guest. Uh, you talked about potentially your biggest failure was your first company, right? Yeah, and, and what I try to so failure is a, a fickle thing. People people have a hard understanding. I, I'm not really my biggest failure 
um, wasn't actually the businesses because businesses fail all the time. It was when I failed, it's how it affected me emotionally. I started to coast through life. I started to, to kind of be average. I started to kind of um, let, let my foot off the gas. And until I had an aha to wake up and start growing again, that's, that's kind of my biggest failure is how I let the business fail affected me, affect me emotionally. Mm-hmm. I like that. I've never, I've, that's, a, that's a good way to put it. I, I fall into that trap as well sometimes. What, uh, what is the, uh, the biggest accomplishment so far with the intentional day in your opinion? Um, oh, the intentional day. Okay. Um, the biggest accomplishment probably has been just the book to write a book is, is brutal process. And then the minute you get it out, you have 17 things you want to change. And so then you have to go back and rewrite. And so uh, that's probably what I'm most proud of that. I actually thought of something and created it for the world. I get to help people. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I've I've always thought about do. I've actually written a chapter in a book a while back, but just like the fact that you go through this process, you have to like remove yourself from everything else to actually sit down and do it. I can't even imagine uh, for an entire book. So kudos to you, Ryan. What is the next uh, step for the intentional day? What does the future hold for you? I know you've just set more growth goals this year, but you know you, you're talking about looking forward in five years for our listeners to do that. Um, why don't we do that with you? Kind of what does the next three to five years hold for the intentional day and where do you want to take this thing? Yeah, I love that question. I think about it all the time. Um, I, I still want to be uh, the thought leader in this space around intentional life. And I want to be, uh, when the COVID ends, get back on the speaking tour again, get more speeches. I have another book in me, continue to grow the community, continue to grow the courses, continue to study and evolve my skill set so I can put that into a process for other people so they can grow as well. So really a lot of the same stuff, but just on a different level, Jason. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. You got to have goals, as you know, you got to set goals and you have to set ones that are, that you can obtain through this process, the intentional day, uh, because you know, 92% of people don't reach their goals. Only 8% do. So hopefully if you uh, adhere to the intentional days principles, you can reach those goals. That's right. Start small. Start easy. Start taking little actions each day that are moving you towards where you want to go. I love it. Ryan Bennett, thank you for coming on the Grill Nation show uh, today. I hope all of our listeners enjoyed it. Uh, Again, the website is theintentionalday.com. There's a book. There's uh, Ryan can come speak to you, but just so much great information. Again, theintentionalday.com. Ryan Bennett, thank you for coming on the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jason. Again, thanks for joining us on the Grill Nation show. We'll see you again next week. Take care and have a great week. Thanks, everybody. So